0: This is an ABC podcast. Hi friends, it's Ruby here and this is Time. Hi there, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. On today's show, we'll cheer for Australia's newest netball star. Then we'll head to a cafe to meet a very popular barista. We'll find out why people come together on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And we'll visit the home of a famous outback dinosaur. And then you know what comes next. Wow, of the week? You got it. That's the story that made us go whoa. What will it be? Let's find out. Story number five. Australia has a new netball superstar. I know, Danelle. Yes, Danelle Wollum is a Noongar woman and the third Indigenous person to represent Australia in netball. That is a big deal. Because Aboriginal people have been here for such a long time. Yeah, Danelle recently made her debut with the Diamonds. That's Australia's women's netball team. The Diamonds were playing against England. And it was a really close game. Go Diamonds! Danelle came onto the court in the final quarter to play as the team's goal-shooter. She calmly shot seven goals to help the Diamonds get ahead. But it was so close that with just a few seconds to go, the score was tied. Danelle grabbed the ball, leapt towards the goalpost, reached up with one hand, and popped the ball through the ring. The buzzer sounded, the crowd roared, and Danelle's teammates wrapped their arms around her. Danelle's final goal had won them the game. She felt amazing. Very happy and excited. She sure did. Donnell now hopes that she can be a role model to young netballers with big dreams. Congratulations, Donnell. Congratulations, Donnell. Story number four. Hello. Hi. Um, I'll have a cappuccino with soy milk, please. Sorry, just ordering my coffee from a barista. A barista is a person that makes coffee and tea. That's right, like Vari Desho. He works in a cafe in Sydney. Vari has Tourette Syndrome. That's a condition that can cause people to make movements or noises that they can't control. Some people just need to move and make sounds. Yeah, sometimes those movements or noises are called ticks. Recently, Vary was making coffees for two customers who suddenly cancelled their orders and walked out. Vary was confused and didn't know why the customers had left. Later, those same customers wrote a comment on the internet complaining about Vary's noises. Don't do that, it may make Barry feel sad. Stop being me. That's exactly what the cafe's owner, Adam Kakati, said. Adam made his own post on the internet. He said it was unfair for the customers to complain about Vari's disability and that everyone deserves a chance to work. When people saw Adam's comments, they travelled to the cafe to show their support for Vari. Hundreds of people left their own comments on the internet too, praising Vari for his coffee-making skills. Story number three. November is the 11th month of the year, and that makes the date on the 11th of November the 11th of the 11th. The 11th of November is also Remembrance Day. Do you remember the people who died in the war? Yes. Remembrance Day marks the day World War I ended, way back in the year 1918. At 11am on the 11th of the 11th, the countries at war signed something called an armistice. That's an agreement to put down their weapons and stop fighting. Because of that, some people call Remembrance Day Armistice Day. And because the agreement happened at 11am, now Australians stop what they're doing at 11am on Remembrance Day for one minute of silence. We have a ceremony at school and we have a minute's silence. The one minute of silence is an opportunity for people to remember lives lost in wars and the bravery of the soldiers who defended their countries. It's also a time to be thankful for peace. And there are some other ways we can remember too. You can wear poppies and rosemary plants. Mm Mm-hmm. Poppy flowers are a symbol of World War I because they grew in a country called Belgium, and that's where some big battles were fought. Rosemary is a symbol of friendship, loyalty and remembrance. Finally, we can say some special words. Lest we forget, we will remember them. Story number two. Queensland has a huge new emblem. An emblem is a symbol like a picture. Yes, schools, sports teams and even countries have emblems. Australia's floral emblem is wattle. Its animal emblem is the red kangaroo and its bird emblem is the emu. Now the Matabarasaurus is officially Queensland's new fossil emblem. Matabarasaurus. Matabarasaurus. It's quite a mouthful, isn't it? The Matabarasaurus was a plant-eating dinosaur that lived about 100 million years ago. It was as heavy as a rhinoceros and as long as a van. Its official name is Mataburrasaurus Langdoni, and it was named after the town of Mataburra and the farmer who found the fossils, Doug Langdon. They'll think it's really great. A few months ago, Queenslanders were asked to vote what they thought should be the state's fossil emblem. 9,000 people voted, and it was a close competition but the Matabarasaurus edged ahead of Australia's biggest dino, Astralotitan cooperensis, in second place. The people of Matabara hope the new emblem announcement will attract more visitors to their region. A museum called the Matabarasaurus Interpretation Centre has also been built there, including a life-sized replica of the town's famous dino. I think they'd be happy... <laughs> Because they love dinosaurs and there's, like, an actual dinosaur museum right there. I think you're right. And if you want to know more about the Mutterborosaurus, check out the Dino Dome podcast on the ABC Kids Listen app. So, if that was story number two, that means it's time for... Wow of the Week. This story made me go, wow... Because they sounded so real, the actual birds called back. Was that a real kookaburra or a human doing a bird call? I think it's real. Actually, I don't know. This is kookaburra. Uh, that one was definitely a human. It's hard to tell sometimes, especially when you're dealing with Talented bird callers like the kids from the Bega Valley in New South Wales. They've been dominating bird call contests with calls like these. I'm doing the crow, also known as the Australian raven. I'm doing a barking owl. And I'm going to do a king parrot. Oh, so good! The Beager Valley kids were inspired by an old competition that was started way back in 1912, which encouraged kids to observe native birds and practise their calls. By the 1950s, kids from the south coast of New South Wales were known as some of the best bird callers in the state, and they would often win because they would learnt bird calls that city kids had never heard before. The competition eventually stopped, but five years ago, another one called the Bander Bird Olympics started up again. I'm doing the Eastern Whipbird, <whistles> and I'm doing a mopoke. Mop, 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 mop. Now I'm doing a game. <whistles> wow! With calls like those, the judges must have job one of those judges is former champion bruce chapman bruce says they're given points based on enthusiasm clarity and accuracy sometimes the calls sound so real that real birds call back from the trees this is a seagull Ah, <coughs> oh, you're a natural good job twitches yeah good job Hmm, maybe i'll give it a try this is a pigeon. Hmm, I might stick to news reporting. And that's it, my friends. Thanks, Ruby. Don't forget to do the quiz. It's in the show notes. OK, bye. Goodbye. Or, as they say in Albanian, <laughs> News Newstime is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.